0: Hey, welcome to Living Prayer Podcast. I'm really glad you're here joining us in the studio today. We're a podcast hosted by Gateway House of Prayer, and we really just want to encourage seekers of God, whether they're here locally or you're listening from other places. We just, we really believe that every follower of Jesus can develop a life of prayer, can learn to experience the presence of God, hear his voice, and all the good stuff. Um, So today we have Benita Keener, who's the director of Gateway, and she's sharing Um, about her whole journey, learning to listen to God, um, learning to follow the spirit in prayer and just some really radical stories. Honestly, stories I hadn't even heard before. Um, So I think you'll be really encouraged and you'll learn a little bit more about Gateway, how it functions, but also just um, our heart to be prophetic people, people who are hearing the voice of God and beginning to release that and share that with others in in deep, uh, just reverence and humility. So yeah, thanks for listening, hope you enjoy it. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Clap. <laughs> you're to clap. Right, there it is. <laughs> All
1: right. Cool. Welcome, Vanita, uh, to uh, Living Prayer Podcast. <laughs> this is the Dude, podcast. You're finally so on. I'm glad finally on.
0: to be here. Yeah. woo Yeah,
1: it's good to have you on here. Yeah. We would love to hear just your journey of your experience with the Holy yeah. Spirit and just mm-hmm. um, just like, kind of like... Like a little bit of like where you're, where you grew up, and like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where that led you to where you're at now. Sure. Yeah.
2: Well, I grew up in Lancaster County Ooh. in a Mennonite church, yeah. and I really didn't hear too much about the Holy Spirit mm. um, until I went into missions right out of high school. Wow. And you know, I think I had been hearing the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. which is typical for a lot of people. Yeah. But. It was in youth evangelism service that we actually took time to stop and listen and hear mm-hmm. God together in small groups and cool. I was astounded that people could hear the same thing yeah. and be praying the same thing because God was speaking to them. Wow. So that's where I first really learned to listen and become a friend mm-hmm. with Holy Spirit. Yeah, And cool. uh, yeah, it changed my life. I had four months of training in Philadelphia wow. and then went to Honduras for my outreach. And yeah, it was life-changing, wow. the whole experience. Was How amazing. old were you when that happened? I was 18.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. So right out of high school? Right out of high school. What was the mission organization that you went with?
2: It was called Youth Evangelism Service. Okay. Similar to like a YWAM, Youth with the Mission. sounds, gotcha, yeah, so yeah so it, it does sound similar.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> very
2: similar. It was like a Mennonite organization at okay. the time, but it was life-changing for so many young mm-hmm. Mennonites that yeah. came back to their church, filled up with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like, and they came back full of passion, like, God, come move in our congregation. Yeah. It was really like an amazing organization wow. and and time in my life personally right out of high school.
1: So what was the, with where you grew up mm-hmm. church wise and mm-hmm. where you went in like youth, what was it called? You,
2: it was youth evangelism youth service. Evangelism.
1: So what was the biggest difference that you like encountered God or like um, that you learned in youth evangelism service yeah. that you didn't in like a typical church service or like, right. like the, right. the atmosphere that you were in?
2: Absolutely listening to the Lord, like listening and moving with what he was saying. Hmm. So it just was an incredible experience to listen at the start of every day and do whatever he was saying Mm to do. And I was like, why did people live like this? This is incredible. (laughs) And it just felt like for the first time, wow, the Christian life really is an adventure. Mm. And I love adventure. So I was like, this is fun. This is not boring Christianity. And so it just pulled the plug on all the ways that I had kind of fallen under religious spirit and just old, old ways of just going to church. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it kind of washed all that away and was a beautiful season in my life and changed me forever. Mm -hmm. Totally changed who I am right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was it like coming back? from that like they
2: they were so great at preparing us to come back we had like a week of re-entry and Mm -hmm. they talked about how to honor your church your pastor Mm -hmm. so we were working diligently you know To Mm -hmm. there were a couple other people from my church that had gone to the same program so we kind of all yeah it It was actually incredible. When we came back, we we all got a heart for the youth group Mm -hmm. and we started uh, teaching, like it was like a Sunday school class on a Sunday morning and we would go at 6 a.m. and start praying over all the chairs, asking the Holy Spirit to come. And so that time in like our youth group, Mm -hmm. like we grew, people got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Like we were able to take what we had learned and bring it back to our church and people were marked forever.
1: Did you have any experience with the Holy Spirit before? Obviously you said that you did hear God, like, but you maybe not put the title of the Holy Spirit.
2: I I went to a Christian school. I think Mm -hmm. that I, and I, I waitress probably, probably in high school, the thing that I can think of the most that I probably was listening to Holy Spirit and didn't even know it Mm -hmm. was as a waitress, I was sharing my faith with other waitresses. And five women that I worked with gave their hearts to the Lord wow. and I started a Bible study in my home. Wow. What I never heard
0: this. <laughs> I never heard this. <laughs> yes. <Yay. laughs> I always I love when we interview people that we know and then we're like yeah. we get to hear Yeah, yeah sorry, I didn't mean
2: to interrupt. But. So that actually shaped me too well, because uh, instead mm-hmm. of taking these five waitresses to my pastor or mm-hmm. to some leaders in my church, I was like, I gotta figure out what in the world I believe.
1: Yeah. Like I'm wow. hosting
2: a Bible study in my home. And they're asking so all these cute. random questions that I'm like, I gotta I gotta dive deep and yep, figure this yeah, out myself. Yep, yep. So it was such a learning curve for me. That was like my junior and senior years wow. of high school. And so again, I was so dependent. On Holy Spirit, I just didn't know it at the time. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, God, help. Like, I don't yeah. even know how to train these people. Yeah. And he did. He showed up. And, mm-hmm. and all of them were older than me, you know. Really? And I'm a high schooler, you know. <laughs> yeah. And That's the so oldest cool. one was like in her 60s. No way. Yeah. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. So oh, that, that was an awesome group. Yeah, people. And I've lost contact with all of them. I'd love oh, to man. know where mm-hmm. they're at. Yeah. And how they're doing, you For know? sure, yeah. But yeah. we walked together for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. 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 So, wow. really pivotal moment in my life.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, you get back from missions. Yep. And if I'm right, you go into college after that. Messiah? Yeah, yeah. I...
2: I I was <clears> home <throat> for a year, and that's when I taught the youth. Yeah, and then yeah, we got engaged and married, and I started college Who? after. Who's
0: High school sweethearts, right? Junior
2: high and high school sweethearts. Wow, that's so yeah. wild. Yeah, seventh grade.
0: Woo. Wow. <laughs> was he on the same journey with like hearing God or like the Holy Spirit, or was I it different for him? I would say
2: he was ahead of me.
0: Oh, Whoa. Yeah. Just based so on his upbringing. his
2: parents would have experienced like the Jesus people movement okay. uh, and so they yeah. kind of came out of the Mennonite church at that time and they were experiencing the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. so it was great interacting with him and his family because they were very open to all of that yeah it was helpful for me on my own journey uh-huh. so I loved it Yeah. so then I, I would have we would have moved up to Messiah College and we were in we didn't realize it but we were a part of a church that was in revival
0: Wow.
2: So Mechanicsburg Brethren in Christ Church wow. and the pastor had made a radical statement that he was going to follow the Holy Spirit and this was going to be a Spirit-filled church mm. and they were like a hundred years old and so a lot the of people... The pastor of the church? The church. <laughs> the pastor was, <laughs> it was in his fitness. That's good news. <laughs> So yeah. anyway, uh, the jokes
0: are flowing over. <laughs> so, <there you> go.
2: <laughs> so he was an amazing guy, took a hard stance to like an elder team that had been together for a long wow. time, a lot of family history, like uh, like parents that were elders, kids in the church with the grandkids there. Mm-hmm. and a lot of those families exited the church. And the church uh, was, like, about 400 and went down to, like, 200. But when he made that stance, it grew up to, like, 600 in the years that we were there. And some amazing leaders came through that impacted our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, Cindy Jacobs was one of those. She's been in the prayer movement Mm -hmm. forever. (laughs) And she impacted my life personally. John Maxwell, leadership guy. Um, Yeah, we just had... People that weren't known at that time that yeah. are now known yeah. and came through and we experienced mm-hmm. so much of God. Hmm. Like our we were in a young marriage class that that was about fifty couples. Wow. <laughs> so we did life with them yeah. and wow. it was really healthy for us in our marriage, in our prayer life, yeah. and staying, you know, tuned to the Holy Spirit. It was just was incredible that, times. Was that
1: through your church that you were in that group? Yeah. Okay, and then where all these people would come into your church too? Yeah. Like, was your, so I guess the question I have for that is like, was your, when your pastor made that statement, mm-hmm. um, was there, did he have these connections beforehand or was he like slowly making these connections that like caused these people yeah, to come? He
2: would have made that decision right before I came. Okay. Brent was already there. He was a sophomore in college mm-hmm. already, so I came, I started college two years behind him because yeah. of my missions experience yep. at work. Yep. So, he had made those decisions when Brent was like a freshman and sophomore, so gotcha. by the time I got there, things were really rolling and mm-hmm. the church was starting to grow, mm-hmm. but we also recognized he had made some hard decisions to get wow. to yeah. this place. Yeah. And again, it was Holy Spirit, yeah. he was leaning in saying, we want what the Holy Spirit yeah. has. And so, you can already see this, this track, you know, I'm yeah. yeah. one personally where, you know, I have this high school waitress thing going, uh-huh. and I'm in missions, missions, and now I'm in this church that's yeah. like, let's all listen to Holy let's Spirit, pursue. let's do yeah. what He's saying every yeah. day, and wow. so yeah, it was just a great place to grow up and become strong and yeah. who I was created to be. So
1: as a young believer, <laughs> one who went to missions, came back. Obviously, you said it was a it was a good it was a good preparation that they did in reorienting you into the world, so to speak. Yeah. Um, what were what were some difficulties that like you you went through in your prayer life and just like even discovering holy spirit and and mm-hmm. and walking in this like kind of like like new vein new atmosphere that yeah. Yeah. that you were yeah. that you're going after?
2: yeah I can remember just like some silly things I did early on, and i I wonder how many other people do these same things, but yeah. I would do the most ridiculous things like. I would I would ask Holy Spirit, is the light gonna be red or green? Like before <laughs> I get there. Like I wanted to be so accurate. Yeah. yeah. And so like in my all mm-hmm. of life, I would be asking the Holy Spirit like some ridiculous questions. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. really matter, mm-hmm. that really didn't matter. That really yeah. didn't matter. But it trained me, it trained me to mm-hmm. always be yeah. listening, always following. And I was probably 50% of the time, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Um, But it was great training ground. I didn't really care. I was like, I was all in. Uh I was all in. I was like, I just want to learn. I want to grow up. And and I didn't really know a ton of other people that were Mm -hmm. walking in this. So I would just... Holy Spirit was my best friend every day. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. let's let's go. What do you want to do? What do wow. you want to say? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And I loved living like that. Yeah. Again, I was talking about the great adventure. Yeah. I was what what an opportunity in the kingdom yeah, sure. to just go and do whatever he's saying. Take a risk. Mm-hmm. Radical obedience, you mm-hmm. know? So from a young age it was And doing then that. he
0: asked you to do something crazy.
2: <laughs> right. Yes. He what did. was that? He
0: did. And What happened?
2: So, out of college, I got a job in foster care, mm-hmm. and I wasn't there very long. I had done an internship with them and got hired on. So it was only a couple months in, and the Lord said, "I want you to quit your job." Wow. And I was like, "I, I think that's a little strange. Am I hearing you?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, he he said it three times. Wow. And then I I said, okay, I'm going to mention this this to Brent, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he's not going to be a big fan. Yeah. We had just bought a house. Wow. We needed both of our incomes to make our mortgage. Yeah. And uh, so it felt like this is impossible, really. Yeah. Um, so I came to Brent. I said, don't respond right away. <laughs> just would you be willing to pray and fast about whether... I'm okay to quit my job. Wow. And he didn't respond. He was great. And we both took two weeks and got to the end of the two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, he came back and said, We can't afford to not obey God.
1: Wow. I love that. So
2: so that was (laughs) radical. I mean, we ran the numbers again. Is this going to work? There was no possible way it was going to work. No possible way. Mm -hmm. So I quit on a Tuesday. The following Friday, he worked at a small cabinet company in Ephrata. Um, Yeah, there were five owners to that company, and four were believers and one was not. And the one that was not said, knock, knock, I want to come into your office and talk to you. And he was like, what's this about? (laughs) And yeah, the guy had a heart to heart and said, we really value what you're doing in the company. Um, we can't pay you more than we already are, we've looked at our budget numbers, but I've decided that I'm gonna give you part of my salary so that you stay because you're a valuable team player. Wow. And he was like, what, no, you don't need to do that. He's like, no, I wanna do that. That's so wild. So he gave him an amount, slipped him the paper, and here it was the exact amount that I would make in my part-time job. That is so crazy. at the foster care agency. Wow. wow, so that was a defining right. moment yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew God was up to something mm-hmm. to confirm that yeah. word so yeah. strongly yeah. in our lives. So yeah, that was the beginning of my journey in prayer because He specifically yeah. said, "I want you to take all those hours you were working part time wow. and give them to prayer." That's Which wild. <laughs> I was brand new to prayer, so yeah. I was like, "I, I don't even know how to pray." Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I had been through missions and all yeah, of that, but uh-huh. I just felt like, what What am I gonna pray about yeah. all day long? Yeah. <laughs> so he was so gracious, he uh-huh. taught me. And I got really hungry for yeah. every book, every conference, yeah. everything I could get my hands on. I had a friend that worked uh, at a Christian library. Mm-hmm. She'd hand me her, I'm showing my age, the cassette tapes. <laughs> that she had uh, (laughs) on. do you guys even know what CDs are I
0: think so yeah
2: so anyway uh, that was such a learning curve in my life it was an amazing time can
1: you can you expand on that like that beginning season of like stepping out of your job and into full like full time prayer
2: yeah well like I said well Holy Spirit is a teacher and Mm -hmm. so I just invited him every day would you just teach me I don't really know how to pray so I did you know like word searches on prayer mm-hmm. and those kinds of things and was just digging into the word first. Yeah. But then alongside of it, he gave me books and and the deeper I got into it, I was getting into spiritual warfare hmm. and I was like, "Wow, I grew up a pacifist. This is all brand new to me wow. about like warring in the spirit and that we actually have an enemy." Wow, like wow. I just didn't hear too much about that. And mm-hmm. so, um Yeah, the Lord began to speak what it means to be a true son, true daughter, uh, our authority in Christ, all of those things. And so years, three years that I was crying out, actually, you probably heard this story before, but crying out for a mentor in my life. I just wanted somebody to come, teach me, walk with me. Mm -hmm. And I would point out people to the Lord in church, how about about her? She (laughs) would be amazing. And he'd be like, no, no. Mm. So I asked for three years, and finally wow. he brought a mentor to me. Wow. wow. And we're still walking together. That's amazing. After I all I just saw you years. meeting with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Tim so saw cool. me I can't confirm. And Gibble, she's <laughs> still,
1: amazing. I love that. It. Wow.
2: Incre- yeah, an incredible mentor in my life, somebody I can still <clears throat> go to. Wow. With prayer questions, and yeah. yeah. We've been praying together every other week. Now it's about once a month wow. for... Um, Oh my goodness since 1999 whatever that Whoa. is
0: <laughs> that's uh 24 years yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's than, how old that's i am older than, that's older than <laughs> wow me, that's you guys so at our age a little bit what's so cool about that though is mm-hmm. you, I, so far throughout your whole journey it feels like god's revealing something to you personally but then he's like always surrounding you yeah or he's yeah. always bringing someone alongside and i feel yes. like even that's an area where maybe we can get off track even in our pursuit of spiritual like growth or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can like mm-hmm. make it so individual um and, and really lose the accountability and the like right. balance that comes yes. by being in community. So that's needed. And so it sounds like from your experience, you've almost always had that. Were there ever a season where you were just like, you felt totally alone in your journey?
2: I think those first three years, years. I felt really alone. But I think the Lord allowed that so that my roots would go deeper and that I would dive into Him and never rely on a person for what I needed. So... Those were really hard years, but I look back and I see his grace now and allowing that season yeah. to shape me. Well. Wow. So it what was did, good.
0: What did people say? Like I'm just so curious when you told them Oh, it didn't make sense to anyone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, What? Tell me again what you do. And I I did have a young family at the time. Like yeah. I had yeah. I had, had my, my first daughter, Brianna, mm-hmm. and so You know, it wasn't uncommon for women to be at home caring for their children, so it wasn't that far out of the norm, but I was definitely on a different journey, yeah. like looking for friends that were so hungry and Mm -hmm. thirsty for more, and it seemed hard to find that. Like, we had just moved back to this area that's a whole other (laughs) can of worms, but like I didn't necessarily want to be back in Lancaster County, I just had... A lot of stereotypes and judgments about the mm-hmm. county, and God had to root all of that out of my heart. I was, um, yeah, just family issues, all kinds of things that he was just purifying. Yeah. And those three years are, are, are what was needed to wow. purify wow. me, honestly, and to give me his heart for the yeah. county, which is what he did. And so by the end of those three years was when I was actually starting to get called to the region, wow. and I was like, what I'm just learning about prayer. Yeah. You mean you mean you care about like a city, a county? Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was all of a sudden getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was undone by it. No. I mean, I would I would end up going to conferences that would be like city taking conferences and I'd be there and so overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit and weeping that I'd have to leave. Well. So like I knew God was at work. Yeah. He was leading me, drawing me, calling me, and I didn't even know what to do with it. Yeah. But then I had Anne at that point, wow. and a good friend Lauren. The three of us met wow. That's every
1: amazing. other week. Yeah, we had we had Joel Bomberger mm-hmm. on our podcast, and he was talking about seasons where God takes us away mm-hmm. and Absolutely. just just uh, sanct- like what's the word? Uh, sanctifies uh, or... Yeah, sanctifies. I guess is the sanctifies word. Us mm-hmm. us sets hard. us apart. Yeah, yeah, and so like these yeah. seasons that and I feel I feel like for a lot of us it's at the beginning of our journey but also yeah. throughout the journey like mm-hmm. our our walk mm-hmm. with Jesus there's like mm-hmm. seasons where he's like dedicate this time yeah. to go deeper to yeah. learn to, yeah. to 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 wrestle and to, yeah. to totally. uh to be and I feel like there is b- biblical precedence for that yeah. too just like where where God even just Paul's ministry, like yeah. five years just yeah. by himself, oh, yeah. where in Galatians he's like, I, I I didn't go to the apostles. Right. I, I right. went and I and, right. I, and I like right. was, I was with too. the Lord, you know? Yeah. Um, so good. a little bit of, of a shift. Um so you had that season of prayer and that season of, of setting apart. So like how did you get connected with Gateway and like what did what did that that journey look for you? Just like yeah. in getting connected and and being a part of it. Well,
2: it had to do with um, being mentored by Anne, actually. Okay. And so I was at actually Brett and I were at a Lighthouses of Prayer conference at State College on learning what it means to really just be a beacon of light in our neighborhoods. And we actually started teaching on that when we got back, but um, out of that conference I met Anne, and okay. I hadn't I hadn't known her at all. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't even share this yet, but when I walked into the hotel lobby, she was there, wow. and she said, "You look so familiar." And we were making just a little connection here. We're mm-hmm. both from Lancaster County, but we didn't know each other. Yeah. But I'm walking away from that, and he's like, "That's your mentor."
0: Wow. And I
2: was like, <laughs> "What? I don't even know her." So That's anyway, we—it's—it's it's kind of a long story, but mm-hmm. we did start meeting probably <clears throat> about uh, almost a year after that. Okay on a regular basis mm-hmm. and immediately from the first time we met with this small group of women on her like sunroom porch god was calling us to pray for the region well wow. and it was bigger than just like out of her sunroom praying it was mm-hmm. like you guys are called to go and wow. start something and so it was like it was really daunting for me they were much older than i was and mm-hmm. i was like I'm just this 20-something mom just trying to figure out prayer. Like, and yeah. now we're talking about the region. And so at that point, we connected with teaching the Word Ministries, Keith Yoder, uh, who actually became like an oversight for us. Again, mm-hmm. a connection, mm-hmm. like connectivity is so important. Yeah. And he was willing to walk with us and wow. um, journey with us in going from church to church, yeah. beginning to pray. So we started with our own churches and said, let's uh, just go and intercede out of our own churches for the region. Wow. And uh, we just started every month picking a different church, like, Holy Spirit, where are you saying to go? Wow. And then we'd gather intercessors and go to the next church wow. and gather more intercessors. So it was a couple hundred intercessors. Wow. Uh, and we went for three years like that. Wow. And uh, just really felt like God was wanting to show up in this county Mm -hmm. and show himself strong. What year was that? that So that started in 1999 and we went to 2003. Wow, okay. And so 2003, um, this is kind of where Tuesday Night Bible Study intersects Mm -hmm. with our storyline. TBS was just an, an amazing youth revival happening in the region. I grew to like over a thousand youth and I was paying attention to it even though I was a little bit older. I went to a couple of them and was so excited (laughs) about what what God was doing there. Mm -hmm. But the leadership of that group felt all of a sudden like a turn in the road that they were called to this life of prayer. And so actually that was the beginnings of Lancaster House of Prayer which became Gateway House of Prayer. And so when all of that happened, we actually felt to close down regional prayer to make room for what was coming Whoa. through this house of prayer. Yeah. Mm. And uh, we said, we'll just be a part of whatever God's doing here. Huh. I don't know how much, but we'll... we felt like our job was almost complete. Like we were paving the way wow. for something that he wanted to do wow. in the wow. county. So specifically House of Prayer that we were praying for, but also like the apostolic, which was a new word at the time sure. uh, that he was calling uh, apostolic leaders that would like uh, be sending people to the nations, mm-hmm. people that would disciple, wow. large congregations. Hmm. So we were praying for that. Uh, which what emerged out of that was the regional church of Lancaster County. Wow. So that was kind of in full bloom, plus the House of Prayer was starting. So we were like, yep, yeah. we think this is the end of a season. So then by the time Gateway was starting in 2005, uh, Kevin Eshelman, the pastor here, was asking me if I'd be a part of mm-hmm. uh, the board wow. of Gateway House of Prayer. That's kind of how cool. I... Started in the whole St. season Wade. with Gate
0: Yeah, they sucked you in, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, had already been, you.
2: <laughs> I had already been in um, like a prayer group with the Regional Church of Lancaster County with Kevin Eshelman at okay. that time. And Ruth cool. Ann Stauffer and Jerry Scherzer, people listening might know some of those names. But mm-hmm. the four of us were already discerning regional things and sending out monthly prayer points for people to pray at that time. Oh, well. So then, um, yeah, so Kevin already knew me and it was an easy fit to come Mm -hmm. on to the board here at Gateway, yeah. And
0: then you were on the board for a couple years? 10 years. 10 years. 10 years,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: whoa. Um, And then is that during the time where you took your first watch, your night watch?
2: Yeah, well I took my first night watch, let's see. So, Gateway started in the fall of 2005. So by the spring of 2006, I knew I had already been involved. I had been mm-hmm. coming Tuesday nights. I had children then, and my best time to come was actually the Night Watch. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I came, <laughs> I, would really, come, yeah. <laughs> I would come after the kids would go to bed, and Tuesday wow. nights was my thing. And so Jimmy Nyman was leading at the time, mm-hmm. and it was actually out of a conference that Robert Stearns in Eagles Wings did at Petra. Whoa. That wow, so much. he said, <laughs> He said, uh, there are people here that are called to the night. It's Psalm 132. I yeah, will yeah. give sleep to my eyes mm-hmm. until I make a resting place for the Lord. Yeah, and he's like, If that's burning in your heart, come to the front. And I was like beelining lining to the yeah, front, I wow. felt it so strong. And then I was, mm. I made a commitment there, I have it written in my Bible that day. <laughs> uh, made a commitment there that I'll do that at Gateway. Well. Wow. So I started leading, I'd come nine, ten o'clock at night, and the twenty four seven schedule was not happening yet, so yeah. we would just pray till we were kinda done. <laughs> so <laughs> till cool. about five, six in the morning, something wow. like that. Whoa, wow. So it was the full night.
0: Great. yeah. Uh,
2: but the cool thing about it was there was like twelve of us in the night. Mm, it that's wasn't, really cool. you know, one person standing there yeah, or yeah. two. Uh, so you just like were so excited yeah, about coming yeah, yeah. and to see what God was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I was leading these, again, I was like the youngest person <laughs> and leading these night watches, yeah, but yeah. they were like a great challenge to me. Yeah. Like I was learning leadership, I was learning more about prayer, Man, I learned so much in those years. I actually, there was there was a woman that had been involved with uh, satanic ritual abuse Whoa. that started coming, sharing her story, so I learned a lot about spiritual warfare yeah. mm-hmm. in those years. I learned a lot about the prophetic. Mm-hmm. I was challenging myself daily in the prophetic to well, like, Holy Spirit, give me a word for somebody today. It was yeah, kind of my own yeah, thing with yeah, the Lord. Yeah so during those night watches uh we would spend a lot of time waiting Mm -hmm. and then get words for each other that we would share Uh, and words for the region and words for nations (sighs) so it was a lot of listening to the lord kind of back to my yes days youth evangelism service where we would all be like partnered together listening and then feel the direction of holy spirit And I think one of the greatest challenges was uh, not sort of this popcorn style praying anything but like could we stay on a theme like this is the heart of God like let's just stay there until we feel like we're done with that. And so I learned a lot about prayer leadership and how to listen to what Holy Spirit's saying Hmm. and then how to lead the group in that. The group challenged me. They taught me so much. They would be like, We feel called to this prophetic act. And they would get up and do things. And I'd be like, All right. Let's do it. Yeah. So it was, it was a crazy time yeah. in my life. It was just all these different churches and backgrounds. And some people were very charismatic. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even as used to that yet. Yeah. yeah. So they were stretching me to do things I had never wow. done wow. before marching around the room, uh-huh. bringing yeah. our sword, and all kinds of so stuff. I can probably... Yeah. It was great. It was crazy. It was crazy. Wow. But those were some of the best years. Yeah. So, yeah, I started that in 2006, and I did that till 2011, almost the end of 2011. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, that's when I started another prayer ministry called Lancaster Transform Street by wow. Street. And I felt like that season had kind of come to a close. I was still on the board at Gateway, mm-hmm. but but not on the night watch yeah, at that yeah. point. Wow. So, so the-
1: I guess the time at Gateway for those 10 years was a really developmental and like pivoting, pivoting moment in your life and it's super cool to hear the progress of prayer, the progress of like the spiritual disciplines, Mm -hmm. even, even the call to prayer in the night. Like did, like, I guess a simple question I have is like, did you, did you know, like, did you have a concept of praying in the night before that or was it just like so brand new to you?
2: I had no idea. I had no idea. And that was another deep dive into Scripture. Like, the watches of the night, that was a new thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is serious. Like, people did this. Daniel, his prayers three times a day. Okay, wow. And all of a sudden, I felt the significance of it. Mm -hmm. And you've heard me talk about... praying at night is like fasting. You know, you're fasting sleep versus Mm. fasting food. And I felt that. And also my story is that the Lord was really clear with me Hmm. from the very beginning. You lack nothing in sleep during this time you're giving to me. And so if you'll believe in faith for that, the next day you won't need to sleep. Yeah. You don't need to complain to anybody <laughs> that you lost any wow. sleep. You don't need to talk about yeah, this. Yeah. Trust me that I'm going to provide. And so all those years, there was like a supernatural grace on my life oh, that I would get like one or two hours of sleep and it, and it never failed. You yeah. would run into somebody and be like, I couldn't sleep. I only got four or five yeah. hours of sleep last night. And the Lord be don't say a word. Well, um, <laughs> don't say a word. It was like such a training yeah, time in my it. life, and
1: and you had a young family too, mm-hmm. which is yeah. Like I was getting up early. <laughs> I was
2: getting up at six, seven a.m. with my kids. Oh so yeah, totally. So
1: yeah. crazy. I love it. You you had mentioned a little bit of like what you learned in the Night Watch, and one of those yeah. being prophetic. Yes. And uh, I love I loved hearing uh, your your early experience with hearing the voice of God. Like God, like mm-hmm. is the light like going to be green or yeah, is light like going to be so red? Yeah, so silly. Uh, so like, what was? What was that mm-hmm. development like for you, learning the prophetic? Because prophetic is, is simply hearing the voice of God mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. kind of like bringing it down mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. vocalizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that what was that journey for yeah. you in that developmental stage yeah. at, during the night yeah. watch?
2: Again, you talked about needing people. I just think a group is such a safe place yeah. to learn. Yeah. When you trust people over year, like, like several years that you've spent in prayer, it doesn't matter if you're getting it wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think people are worried about the prophetic, like what if I'm not accurate and I'm delivering a wrong word? If you have a safe place to practice that Mm -hmm. and you hear confirmation after confirmation, you're like, wow, I really do hear the Lord. And after a while, it's just, it's like riding a bike. Like Mm -hmm. it becomes so easy because you've just been doing it so much week Mm -hmm. in and week out, day in and day out. And so I think we're all prophetic. I'm yeah. gonna just be honest here. Yeah.
0: He sheep, he sheep hear his voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. John.
2: And and maybe we shouldn't use the word prophetic. Mm-hmm. Like can we just stop and listen? Wow. Because prayer is two way. That's so Not good. Just yeah. talking to him. If we're listening and hearing his mm-hmm. voice, we're prophetic. Yeah. And so sometimes that's for you. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of times, he has a word for somebody else. Yeah. And are you going to be faithful to deliver it? Yeah. And so I think we make it more, way more complicated way, yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. It really isn't complicated. Yeah. And the prophetic people are like, oh, yeah, that's not for me. And I'm like, oh, my word, it's just prayer. Yeah. It is prayer. That's love what it that. is. Yeah, love You're that. listening to Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. Mm. And
2: when you choose to say, I'll do whatever you say, mm you have to deliver the words then, yeah. you know? You yeah. have to be faithful to go with what he's saying. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that was such a safe place to learn,
1: it yeah. really was. Mm.
2: And and you've heard me say, like, I didn't even realize I was growing in it. Uh-huh. And I was doing it week in and week out, and people would walk in in the night that needed prayer, and this small group would be like, Oh, Benita will pray for you. She's so prophetic. And I'd be like, I am? What? <laughs> I what. Oh,
0: uh, but the
2: whole group was yeah. growing in it. And yeah. after a while, I could say that about everybody there, because yeah, we were that. all listening. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing when you yield to, to the Lord and say, I want to grow in this, how he will give you the <clears> desire <throat> of your heart. and He'll shape you. It's for his kingdom. It's for yeah. his name. Yeah. It's not about us. So. Yeah, I love
0: it. I have this uh, like metaphor going through my mind because someone reached out after our last episode okay. and they asked um, about prayer and like how do you make it come alive and not just mm. be like a chore or something to mm. do, which is a great question. Um, That's
2: a good question.
0: So I was thinking about it for a while and the metaphor that came to my mind, and I'm kind of hearing it again in what you're sharing, is about like someone learning an instrument. And so it's like um, it, you know, you pick up a violin or keyboard or guitar sure. or something. Like you have to learn note by note, yeah, you know, fret by fret. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. You heard someone practicing their instrument when they're like ten years old. It like, sounds <laughs> 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 like just Especially violin for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. You know the what I mean? Right? <laughs> <And he's> just... <laughs> but um and it and it feels it feels monotonous to be a practicing oh, uh yeah. your musician, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and, and yet It's like you have to learn those notes. You have to learn those frequencies personally, Mm -hmm. by yourself, right? right? And then slowly you can start picking out Mm -hmm. tunes. You can start picking out melodies. Mm -hmm. But then I think, and I'm just putting this together with what you're saying with, like, the group, the prayer times. Mm -hmm. I think that God even would, like, the dream is that then you take your instrument into, like, a band or an orchestra, right? And that's a whole other thing you have to learn. Like, you have to learn how to flow with other people. Yes, absolutely. But the sound that comes from, like... A, Nothing a group like it. of musicians uh-huh. who so have learned their instruments personally, yeah. then are offering it to one another. Mm. Yes. It's insane, you know. Like yes. I love jazz, and like just uh, watching jazz players play. Yeah. Uh, it, it, to me, that's one of the most prophetic like forms of music. Yes. Yep. Yep. But I'm hearing that with what you're sharing, and that like God had to take you into this learning. You know, green light, red light. Like yeah. personal yeah, notes, yeah. people might really. have laughed. Like whatever, right. who cares, right. right? It Doesn't matter. But then, like, through, you know, just continuing to present this before the Lord. Yeah. And just let him be your instructor, yeah. your maestro, you know? And then, so and then he brings you now. Now you're in a group of people, and I've seen you function this so well. Leading services, yeah. prayer nights, gatherings that we have at Gateway where you're able to like bring us into mm. the mm. prophetics. You know, yeah. Like and, and we like I personally every time I'm praying with you for people, I'm way more prophetic than ever. I just I just I really value <laughs> that and I, yeah. I'm wondering mm. man like how 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 would you see us growing even even at Gateway, yeah. uh, maybe there's people listening aren't part of Gateway, but they're wanting to mm. like take those practical steps. Yeah. And maybe they don't have community right now. Right. You know, how would yeah, what does that look like mm-hmm. for people who are like, yeah. man, I want that. How do I get there? Any thoughts?
2: There's nothing like taking <laughs> a watch by yourself yeah. Yeah. in the room. And if you're a worshiper, or leader doing mm. that on the stage, yeah. it's exactly what you're saying, the path forward. Yeah. Like he does something in us personally. Fear of man gets yeah. rooted out. All the stuff in our hearts gets rooted out. Mm-hmm. That's what those three years were about. So many impurities that were inside of Mm -hmm. me that that could not be there if I was going to function in prayer. Mm -hmm. So he does that on an individual level, but then i will take you on another level corporately where you're learning and have to be vulnerable and even confess your sins Mm -hmm. one to another, you know? Because you you have to be so pure coming together. So it's so powerful. I would encourage people to take a watch in any way and go at it alone or go at it with another leader. We've yeah. been talking yeah. about this. Like if you want to be trained up in prayer, or worship, find somebody yeah. on the schedule at a time that works for you. And God just begins to yeah. work in your heart. And I think if you're in a safe place, he will grow you together. Mm, Where yeah. two or three are gathered, there he is. So he's yeah, always so there good. waiting yeah. for us. That's incredible. Think yeah. about that. He's I always waiting yeah, for us. I so. It. So individual, but then corporate, and even, I tell people all the time, if you're in a small group or prayer group now, bring them to Gateway. Mm-hmm. There's something that happens corporately in a place where 24 seven, his presence mm-hmm. is yeah, stewarded, no welcomed, yeah. just his, he loves to rest yeah. there.
1: And I think, I'm remember. thinking about the, the phrase, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey within yes. the destination too. Yeah. And I feel like it's not, it's not like we get to this point of like, I've arrived. Right. I've okay. I've I've mastered prayer and I've gotten it. No, <laughs> can't master prayer. It's it's oh, this still yeah. The journey. I think it's this like fluid. Like man, like God, like you're moving and like we are all still learning and. Mm-hmm. And like, even like with what you're saying, like with getting a mentor and like having someone teach you just like this, Mm. the principles of prayer and, and, and Mm -hmm. getting in the word, I feel like it's a, it's a huge part of that too. Like you, you encourage me to pray from scripture and like, Mm -hmm. um, just to declare these things Mm because it's like, it's what the Lord is saying. Um, it is. And, and so like, I guess the journey, the journey of prayer and the journey of even just, just on a more like broad scope relationship with God mm-hmm. is 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 a is an ongoing thing that we're cool. never we're never gonna we're never gonna like, master or like like kinda like like get to that mm-hmm. get to that like point of like I'm um, I I am com I don't know <laughs> I am I, I'm trying to think of the word, like like fully there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like this this ride, thing uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing of um continual growth, continual yeah. and so like like the the place that I really learned that was the night watch. And mm-hmm. was, was Yeah, you guys um, know it. Yeah. You've and, been there. And and even like on on a longer term, just like Taking like taking watches at Gateway, or even like mm-hmm. in my room, mm-hmm. worshiping and praying, like mm-hmm. like developing that place that you set apart for the yes. Lord, and you, yes. you seek Him. Car rides, like, yeah, like um, yeah. like a closet in your house, like mm-hmm. whatever it may be, this this place where you're just meeting with the Lord and and developing that uh, communication. Um, I think it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: There's always more. There is. There is. That's the joy of this journey, like you said. No one's really arrived, yeah. so there's always more around the next bend, and you want that. You mm-hmm. know, you want mm-hmm. more of His presence. Man,
0: so, so good, awesome. so That's sweet. part of why we're doing this, right? Yeah, yes. I think all of us can get stuck sometimes, right, yeah. in prayer oh, yeah. and we kind of. And I've, I've prayed. I've Prayed every word that can come down out of my mouth at some point. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. level, right? Yeah. And and yet, like, I don't know, we we've talked about this, like, even as a community at Gateway, man, we wanna just, we wanna keep going yes. after the Lord. And I think so much of it mm. is that humility that I'm also hearing in your story of just, I don't know, I don't know exactly what it is I'm after, I yeah. don't know exactly how to yeah. get it, but I'm right. gonna I'm gonna give it my best shot. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. put Absolutely. my life on the line, my career Absolutely. on the line, whatever, because it's if it's mm. real. If we can truly live in relationship with God, in communion with him every day, like you're talking about, like, mm. we'd be fools to settle for anything exactly. less, right? Like, I, that's what got like, me into this journey. Once like, you yeah.
2: you can't go back.
0: Yeah. Right? It's uh, the
2: appetizer that keeps drawing you into <laughs> yeah. that full-course meal. It's so
0: awesome. So, yeah. man, thank yeah. you so much that for that sharing a bit of your it. story. Yeah. I learned something. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About Gateway too. Yeah. I hope it's encouraging to. I know it will be to yeah. anyone listening. Yeah. Um, maybe well, some guess. other young firebrands will get sparked. You oh know, yeah! Come on, like, let's yeah. go. Take over there. <laughs> you know, their spaces of prayer. But yeah, that's um, great. could you pray just a short prayer for anyone of listening? Course, Anything comes course. to mind. Uh, yeah. Sure, we'd love that. I'd love to. Thank you,
2: Father. You are so faithful, mm-hmm. yeah. and you are drawing. You're drawing so many to yourself. And even through this time today, would you draw those listening to yourself? God, where prayer has become boring, Mm -hmm. where uh, there's a loss of our first love, I ask that you would go in there and stoke the fire again. I I ask for for fiery lovers of Jesus Jesus. to come forth out of this region (laughs) into the nations, God. Thank you today that you even draw people to Gateway House of Prayer and other houses of prayer across our region. God, that you'll do something to draw us back to you. God, thank you for the journeys, not only my journey that I shared today, but every journey that each person has, their storyline, how important it is. And I pray today they would see the gold thread through their story of what you've been shaping and doing, where you're taking them. Bless Tim and John and this podcast, God. May it be to your name, your Mm. glory. I pray that many would be drawn into the kingdom. Many even saved God God through this podcast. Many finding you again through this podcast. Thank you for what you're doing already. We give you honor and praise. Be exalted in our hearts, at Gateway, and in our region for your great name. And it's in that name we pray, amen.
1: Amen. Wow, thank you so much, Benita. Yeah,
2: so good.
1: good. Hey, thank you so much for joining Living Prayer Podcast. I hope you were encouraged by Benita's story. Uh, I was personally encouraged just by the testimony and uh, even just learning a little bit more about what prayer can look like in our own personal lives and where it can lead. That it's not just a destination, it's a lifestyle, and it's going to be all eternity that we connect and and just relate with the Lord and listen. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to us on our, on our website at gatewayhouseofprayer.com. Uh, we also uh, send out monthly emails if you want to sign up for that. But Benita was also talking about uh, connecting with God in the House of Prayer and taking a watch. Uh, if you look on our website we have uh, a, a calendar just of, of the watches that are available and even just a list of the, the ones that can be taken so if you if you're looking to get connected and, and even just 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 grow in a deeper way with the Lord I'd really encourage you just to take a watch here at Gateway so thank you for again thank you for joining and I hope you have a really
2: amazing day.